one thing I noticed about myself when I when I like I think you know thoughts is powerful because even my career even my life you know things end up turning out exactly how I visualized them not in this time frame I expected you know what I'm saying you always want shit to happen overnight mm -hmm. but you know I just had clear visions hey what's going on my beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of the music plug with Lulu Cuckoo where we talk about all things music but we already know that music is culture so we talk about all things here right so it's Wednesday I got a lot to talk about you know what that means if you don't know what Wednesdays are about you will get to know very very shortly well in a little bit because I got some some stuff I want to talk about right um, last night, I went to see Wale in concert, and it was for Forlorn 2, and overall, I would give it, uh, meaty, mediocre, <laughs> the show was mediocre, I mean, Wale is like one of my favorite artists, but I just feel like he threw the tour together, honestly, there was no set lineup. There was nothing, which was cool. It was more like of, um, I don't know. He played, he had so many songs. He had so many bangers. But I just always think about when I'm going to an actual tour for an album. It's certain songs I want to hear off that album. And I think you should kind of concentrate on that album. But it's crazy because then you go to certain concerts and you're like oh my gosh I wish they would have played this I wish they would have played that well that's kind of what this concert was it was like oh wow he played that oh he played that too but he didn't play much from the album so that's where my gripe was um it was cool I was in some company of some of my favorite people so that was amazing but as far as the show it was alright it was alright. It was a good time. The cost, it was 20 bucks. So I couldn't really complain. Um, and <laughs> sad to say, you could tell it was 20 bucks. You know, that sounds a little crazy. Sounds a little wild. But that's the truth of the matter, right? But I love Forlorn. Um, he's amazing. His lyrical ability is unmatched, and he did do that. That's what I will tell you that. He does this thing where he starts to rap a song, and then his DJ cuts the beat, and then he does, like, acapella, and I think that is so dope because his lyrics are so bold, and you really get to hear them. If you haven't really listened to him, but if you're a Wale fan, you usually know he's the GOAT, but... It was fun. If you grabbed a ticket last minute, it was a cool little concert to go hit up. So, I have no gripe about it. But next time, can I get a set list? Can I hear Fluctuate? You know what I'm saying? Can I hear the songs that, you know, I came to hear? He played, um, <laughs> he went out to, um, Roscoe Dad, which was high energy. But I didn't think that was going to be the last song. He did play Tiffany Nikes and Caramel Kisses. But I don't know. He did do Dearly Beloved. Um, so maybe I'm just... I just want a little bit more. Maybe. 
maybe. But <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Shout out to Wale. Keep doing your thing. You got your flowers. We love you, man. So I haven't done a review type episode in a minute where I reviewed the album or talked about it in detail like that. So I have not put us up on what is out and what is booming or anything that I think that is worth mentioning. So I just want to keep us abreast on the newest releases since I last updated us. Um, Nisha, some say Nisha, but I believe it's Nisha. Don't say I didn't warn you. So just a little bit. Let me make it fast. Um, she's amazing. She's an amazing songwriter. And if you don't know about her, I will take up too much time telling you about her. So look her up. Her name is N-I-J-A. And she's dope. She's really dope. Two Chains Drop. Dope don't sell itself. And it don't. But um, that was a cool project. I liked it. Uh, Yo Gotti, CM10, Free Game. Jasmine Sullivan came back um, with her deluxe of Hotels, which was Hotels and Motels. And y'all know how I feel about jazz. Um, she never disappoints me at all. Then Mary J, another one. Good Morning Gorgeous. Come on now. That's that's, that's Mary, Queen Mary at that. Seventh Streeter dropped her deluxe for Drunken Words, Sober Thoughts. That's another goat with the pen. Um, Seven has wrote so many songs for people who you may, you may not know, but another one. So look up Nisha, look up Seventh Streeter. These are my favorite, like, writer turned artist. Um, Snoop released an album, Broader. And talking about Snoop, talking about Mary J, I have to talk about the Super Bowl. Well, like I told y'all, Los Angeles Rams are the 2021 Super Bowl champions. So shout out to the Rams, you know. Um, they did a great job. OBJ got injured. That sucked. But he got a ring. So it was worth it. Um, Aaron Donald, you know what I'm saying, Dante Dion, you know what I'm saying? These are these are tight dudes, you know what I'm saying? Von Miller. Let's keep going. Should I keep going? Nah, cause they ain't my team. But shout out, shout out to the Rams. They dope. And they did their thing. And they brought that thing home. That's not my team, but LA is my home. So I'm always rooting for the home team. I told y'all in the beginning, don't say I'm a bandwagon I'm not, because I still got my Saints jersey. I'm still who that. But I'm from LA. So why would I why would I not? <laughs> why would I not? Enough about the Rams. Can we pause and talk about the best halftime show? In a while. I won't say of all time because I don't like to really do that. But that um that halftime show was amazing. I don't even know if amazing is the word. Maybe epic. Um, I don't know. It was it was everything. It was life. It was it had you tuned in. It had you on the edge of your seats. It had you dancing. It really embodied L.A. You know what I'm saying? Or the West Coast. Because Dre, they are Compton natives and things like that. But it embodied Long Beach Snoop. But it embodied the West Coast. Um, so if you have not seen that halftime show, please, right now. Not right now, after the episode. Go check out 
that halftime show, right? They had 50 on there. Um, the only two people I feel like they had, hold on, hold on, before I talk about who wasn't there, let me finish talking about who was there. Eminem was amazing. Mary J. Blige was amazing. Snoop Crip walked on NBC. Um, yeah, but Kendrick Lamar, do you know that guy? I don't know if you know that guy, but that guy is that guy. So, Watch the halftime show and thank me later. But there are two people I would have loved to be there, right? And I think one of them was able to be there, and I think they kind of dropped the ball when not having them there. And that was the game. The game was very influenced by Dre. Like Dre, Dre was it was it was Dre Day. Everything was around Dre because Dre was so influential he shifted the west coast music culture if you like him if you don't that guy is the man you know and i think the game should have been there it was only right i don't know why the game wasn't there i talk about talk to people about it and they're like you're right and of course just because it was west coast and he's also the gentleman i'm going to talk about today it would have been amazing if the great Nipsey Hussle could have been there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I told y'all today is Wednesdays. I, I asked that y'all know what that meant. Some of y'all going to be like, yeah, man. It's West Coast Wednesdays. Where we talk about our West Coast artists. We show love. And that's what I loved about the Super Bowl. It showed how much that... Don't try to act like we didn't move mountains, okay? Because we did. And that's what I do every Wednesday. I just shine light back on my west coast and just remind you that we're here we were here and we will always be here so with that being said four years ago today victory lap dropped right four years ago today nipsey hustle dropped his first and last album I know you're like, what do you mean his first and last album? He has so much music. Those weren't albums, baby. Those were mixtapes. <laughs> and um, I, I can say, I can honestly speak on Nipsey because I was a fan before he was, uh, he was the guy to be a fan of, right? I was a fan from Bullets Ain't Got No Name on it, Volume 1. And to really keep it real with you, if you know One Take Freestyle, that was my favorite song. Like, I could rap it word for word. You catch me right now, pull up on me, play One Take Freestyle, and I'm going to rap it word for word. And um, <laughs> it, it, it was so raw. It was so authentic. That's when I knew, like, who is this guy? Like, who made him, Right? And I fell in love with Nip. Nip is also from my community. Um, I still live in the Crenshaw area. So it was only right. It was only right to be a fan. You knew people who worked with Nip. You knew the whole story. It was so authentic. It was so much love. But enough about me and my fanfare for Nipsey Hustle, Because I love that guy, man. Like, 
I love that guy. I hope I don't even tear up about talking about this guy, but I love Nip. Victory Lap dropped four years ago, and um, it was one of the best albums of my time, I can honestly say. When I talk about no skips, that's no skips. And I know being such an avid Nipsey Hustle fan, y'all thought I would have talked about Nipsey on my first West Coast Wednesday, but it had to be right. It had to be right. So I don't think it was no other way I could do it than for his fourth year anniversary to actually fall on the wind. This how it was supposed to happen. So let me tell y'all about this guy. If you don't know who Nipsey Hussle is, where have you been? What rock have you been under? Who are you? <laughs> who made you? But Nipsey Hussle is a West Coast rapper from South Central Los Angeles. Preferably known as the Crenshaw District. Nipsey started off as a, he was always a lyricist. Um, and he was a different type of lyricist. Like, he would give you real authentic game from the game. But he was also affiliated with a gang. And that's how it happens in L.A. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of hard to escape it. If you do escape it, you're kind of an uh, anomaly, honestly. Like, you've been from one or you're affiliated with one or everybody you know. So, I don't never take anything away from that. It's 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 the trenches. Like, hard times shaped us. So, I can't really be mad about that, right? But when you know better, you do better. And as Nip was learning more he was doing better and he was improving himself so when i tell you that he only had one album but he's gonna go down for sure as one of the pioneers of the west coast music because he fed the streets literally figuratively however you want to make it sound and nip was a philanthropist for sure and I know people throw around that word, but let me help you out and make you understand what a true philanthropist is. It's a person who seeks to promote the welfare of others, especially by the generous donation of money to good causes. Not only did he donate his money to good causes, but he also donated gain. The mental, mental, your, your mental mindset is priceless. There's nothing you can pay to change your mindset, right? You have to do that for yourself. I can't tell you that a poverty-strucken mindset will have you so, like, oppressed that you'll never, ever be able to get up out the hood. But Nipsey gave us game in the way that we know how, right? A lot of people try to talk to you in these certain type of voices and using this certain type of vocabulary and some of us don't know that so nip made it plain he like get your money do better when you know better you do better and you always look out for your hood and that's what he did he did that till the day that he died it's so sad but he he lived out his whole like meaning of who he was till the day that he died so, it, of course, we're saddened about that, but when you leave such impact in such a short amount of time, 
it's like, wow, dude, like, man, I miss that guy so much, like, I miss him, like, you could really roll through the neighborhood, you could really go up to a shop and see him, that's how lowly he felt like he was, and I always say this saying, you know, Nip didn't realize how big he was, or he never ever wanted to forget where he came from, and he never did. So that is true philanthropy, always giving back to your people, always empowering your people and lifting them up in a way that no one else could do, right? Not even like, I have a problem with churches in our community. We don't do enough for the community. We don't do, we don't give enough back to the community. We just are there plentiful and we're not feeding the community so I need my churches to step up you know what I'm saying because if you know the word you know what God did you know how Christ lives so if you're gonna be of that be of that don't fake the funk you know what I mean so if you in that community feed that community straight up just like that and the way that nips the nips <laughs> the way that nip fed his community was, you know, of course, through all his generous acts, um, but he also created Vector 90. Vector 90 was a workplace in our area, like, um, we work and things of that nature, you may have heard of those, he's actually made one for us, which inspired us to be entrepreneurs, which inspired us not to be in the rigmarole of the nine to five job mindset, because that's what we were programmed to do. We are bigger, you are whatever you want to do. No shade, if you want to be a corporate hustler, I salute you, right? But all of us aren't meant for that, you know? And he just gave us other resources to be able to identify and feel comfortable and have a safe haven. Man, I miss that guy. Good luck. Um, he also came up with a plan, Destination Crenshaw was hasn't come to fruition, but I hope and I pray that it does. And like I said, I know I sit and we talk about Nipsey and we talk about Victory Lap. Um, I don't even need to get in depth with the album because if you haven't listened to the album, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen to the album, okay? Um, but Crenshaw mixtape album mixtape these are album mixtapes mailbox money album mixtape those are probably why you're like really you only have one album yeah but no you know he gained us he poured into us and it's such a beautiful thing it is such a beautiful thing so nipsey's legacy he leaves two beautiful children his life partner lauren london crossing him imani or his kid's name. And I know that just from listening to his music. <laughs> and because, you know, like I told you, these people be my little besties because I love music that much. That's like my dogs, like these artists because they always with me. Anytime I need them, I can call them. You know, I play an album. They talking to me. <laughs> but um, that's, that's, that's just real. So, I'm just so saddened, but I'm so happy that I, I knew of Nip from the beginning to the end. It was so beautiful. So 
So that's that's really it. <laughs> that's really all I got for you. Y'all know what it is. It's Wednesday. Listen to some West Coast music. Listen to Victory Lap. And just ride out. You know, we just we, we still on the high on the West Coast, right? We just won a championship. Today is Victory Lap's fourth year anniversary, and it's still live, and it's still lit. The marathon continues. All right? So you know how I do this thing. I love you, but you already know that God loves you more. You have a beautiful day, and I promise I'll talk to you soon. Also, support a black business today. Support a black business for the rest of the month. And um, feed your community. I I had to throw that in there. For real, for real. That's it. That's all I got for you. I'm out.